for anxiety, sleep, and overall optimal gut and health, our breath is the number one tool that we always have access to that can drop us into the rest and digest parasympathetic state. This is the state that we need to be in in order to rest and digest. It's the opposite of fight or flight. Welcome to the Let's Start Health podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Haynes. We live in a noisy world, and this space is intended to bring you clarity, enrich your bank of wellness knowledge, and inspire you to kickstart your journey to healing body, mind, and soul. I'll be interviewing industry professionals and bringing you raw, real, and personal stories of healing through gut health, intuitive eating, and the power of the abundance mindset. Thank you so much for tuning in and getting curious. Your journey to healing starts now. Hi, beautiful, and welcome back to Let's Start Health, a podcast willing to start the awkward, vulnerable, interesting, or even hard conversations needed in order to break through stigmas of mental and physical health as well as educate and inspire all of you who are on a journey to healing. I'm your host, Chelsea Haynes. Today, I'm so excited to talk to you about two topics that are near and dear to my heart, anxiety and sleep. (laughs) Of course, stress relief and better sleep are needle movers when it comes to improving your gut health. And if you've been following me for a while, you've learned that gut health is truly the root of living an optimized and healthy lifestyle. The best part about these topics is that we have techniques at our very disposal at all times. Of course, anxiety feeds poor sleep and poor sleep feeds anxiety, right? What an annoying rat race to be running. I'm sure we can all relate to that feeling when we are laying down in bed at night and our mind starts to wander. And then we start to get stressed. We start to feel the pressure of not falling asleep. We start worrying if, man, I don't fall asleep, then I'm not going to be able to wake up in the morning. And then the whole world is going to crumble. (laughs) So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you some of the techniques that I personally use to help me fall asleep at night when I find that my busy mind is running away from me. So my first tip for better sleep is to have a wind down routine. This is a really important and underestimated fact or technique to really help get in the habit of falling asleep earlier. So I'd like for you to right now do a self-check-in. When and where does your nighttime routine start? Is it right after dinner? Is it after you watch your favorite TV show? Or does it begin when you wash your face and brush your teeth? Today is a great day to evaluate your nighttime routine and to set some goals around it to help you fall asleep earlier. I'm not sure if you've ever heard this or not, but it has been said that every hour you sleep before midnight is comparable to two hours of sleep after midnight. I am all about efficiency, so this is extremely motivating for me to try to fall asleep before midnight. So what I recommend to do is to set a time that you would ideally like to fall asleep and then work backwards from there. 
write down a list of the things that you need to get done before bed, and then reverse engineer your ideal bedtime and getting everything done. Then set yourself up for inevitable success by asking your partner, your roommate, or if you live alone, reach out to your coach or accountability partner or a good friend. If you're interested in what it could be like working with a coach and an accountability partner that is here for you all the time, hop on over to my personal website, chelseahainescoaching.com, and send me a message. We can schedule a phone call and a time to chat. So I want to share with you my nighttime routine a little bit. My ideal time to get in bed is about 9 o'clock. That's because ideally I would like to fall asleep around 9.30 p.m. And I know once I'm in bed, I need about a half an hour to really fall asleep. So my nighttime routine really starts after dinner. My husband usually helps to clean up the kitchen and I start tidying up anything left over around the house. I really like the house to be tidied when I wake up in the morning, so doing it before bed helps to ease some of that anxiety. I then brush my teeth, fill up my water bottle, and then turn down the house. What that means is I make sure all the blinds are closed, the lights are turned off, the door is locked, and the house is ready to go to sleep. This is when I make my way into my bedroom around 9 p.m. Once I'm in bed, I check to make sure that my alarm is set, I turn my phone to airplane mode, and I allow myself to read a book for about a half an hour before dozing off. Now, for all of you A-type personalities who are similar to me, let's put away those self-development books when it's, go- when it's time to go to bed. <laughs> we want to uh, try to avoid getting our brains up in a tizzy about all of the things that we could, should, or would be doing in- with our lives, and really just allow ourselves to lean into joy and pleasure. I highly would encourage you for especially all of you people who like to be very efficient and find that if you are consuming things, then it must be for some alternative reason, like learning something, to really explore what it could be like to read for pleasure and joy. I started reading for pleasure probably a couple years back, and I found that I really enjoy historical fiction books. I like stories that take me to a different time and a different place, and I really just enjoy falling into somebody else's story other than my own. We are so caught up in our own stories and our own minds all of the time that it can actually be really helpful to give ourselves permission to fall into the story of somebody else, whether that is fiction or not. And of mine and I were recently talking about this and she said, yeah, but Chelsea, the problem is that when I read a book that's fiction, I end up falling asleep after a page and we both just started laughing because at the end of the day, that is the goal is to fall asleep. So (laughs) if reading a fictional book just potentially bores you to tears to a point where you're falling asleep on top of it, so be it. That is the goal. Okay, so my second tip for better deep sleep is to make sure that your environment is set up for sleep. Definitely minimize light. Make sure you have really good curtains that are blocking out any light pollution that might be outside your house, as well as sound. Do your best to eliminate any EMFs or electromagnetic frequencies as best you can. 
Maybe you can turn off your Wi-Fi router. If you have a television in your room, I would highly encourage you to explore what it could be like to remove that screen from your bedroom or unplug it at night. We definitely want to try to turn down our brains in the evening and the blue light from any screen that we are looking at is going to tell our brain that it's not time to fall asleep yet. Our retina communicates with our optical nerve and the blue light tells us it's time to wake up. So we want to minimize that at night. If you have to keep your phone in your bedroom, ideally you could keep it in another room then turn it to airplane mode at night. So this way you're not getting notifications pushed through, you're not receiving EMF frequencies from your phone, and it's still there to serve its purpose, which at this point is going to be an alarm clock. Another great environmental tip is to make sure that the temperature is around or even below 70 degrees Fahrenheit. So below this room temperature, your body will start to cool down naturally. We all know that annoying feeling of being too hot when we sleep at night and waking up feeling sweaty. So getting cozy, getting comfortable, and really feeling grateful for it all is a huge important factor in getting good sleep. Dropping the temperature down and feeling grateful for your pillow and for your blanket are really, really great ways to start getting comfortable and reminding the body that it's time to sleep and in fact it is safe and good to sleep. My last lifestyle tip for better sleep at night is really to avoid caffeine after midday. So if you're really feeling like you need that 2 or 3 p.m. cup of coffee, let's get on the phone together and talk about that. As a health coach, I am here to help you get off of the sugar roller coaster and start bringing your energy levels to peak performance and eventually let go of that mid-afternoon cup of coffee that long-term is really just spiking your adrenaline at the wrong time of the day and is working against you when you're laying down in bed at night. So you can hop on over to my website, chelseahainescoaching.com. If this is something that you're struggling with, let's schedule a discovery call and get on the phone together to see how we can start shifting our energy levels to a better place. If you do drink alcohol, I would definitely recommend having your last drink at least two, if not three hours prior to bedtime. So a little science here, when we sleep, this is the time that our body naturally detoxes and heals. So our, our body will prioritize what is important first. So if we are drinking right up until bedtime, the focus for our body will be filtering our blood. Our liver will be working really, really hard to clean our system up from that alcohol. This is going to raise our body temperature, and it's going to take attention away from the natural process of cleaning and repairing our gut, which means our gut health is going to be dropped down lower in the totem pole of importance. And of course, we all know that a healthy gut is a healthy life. So we want to make sure when we are sleeping, gut health is prioritized. Detoxing happens naturally. And then therefore, when we wake up in the morning, we have that nice, good, healthy bowel movement that we've been really looking forward to all night while we sleep. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to shift gears now and share a couple of the personal tips that I use if I cannot fall asleep at night. 
I mentioned earlier that sort of rat race of if I can't fall asleep, I start to get anxiety and then the anxiety feeds into my inability to sleep. So my number one and very first tip is to release the pressure of falling asleep. That anxiety of not being able to fall asleep is not serving you. And in fact, it's just going to, again, make it harder to fall asleep. Give yourself permission to simply rest your body, as my mom used to tell me, if I couldn't fall asleep. You are still benefiting from resting and turning your mind down. And God willing, you'll have another night tomorrow to catch up on some Z's. So the second tip kind of backs up to this releasing the pressure and stress of falling asleep. And that's simply to become very aware of your thoughts that are running in your mind. Try, how, try to see how it feels to welcome these thoughts in, see what they have to say, maybe there's something to learn from them, and then remind yourself that the best thing that you can do to problem solve these issues or thoughts that are running in your mind is to sleep. Tomorrow morning, you'll wake up feeling more fresh and able to tackle your to-do list and to problem solve anything that might be worrying your mind. If the thoughts are simply too loud and that little reminder isn't quite enough, I highly recommend keeping a pen and paper next to your bed and write down your thoughts and your to-do lists. By getting them literally out of your head and onto paper, you can rest easy knowing that you will not forget about them tomorrow morning and falling asleep now is the best step of action to wake up and tackle this to-do list. Okay, tip number three. I love turning on salvegio frequencies or binaural beats in order to help my mind drop into delta wavelengths. So I know I mentioned earlier to take some tricks and tips and tactics, implement them to minimize noise, but there is really a lot of power in sound healing. If you're listening to this podcast and you've probably heard of sound baths and using sound as a way to drop into deep layers of healing. And Insight Timer is a free app that I use. This is a free plug for them because I just really love their mission and everything that they do. If you download Insight Timer, I have a group on there called Let's Start Health. It's a free group. You can see the sleep meditations that I really, really love to put on. Sometimes I put guided meditations on if my mind is just way out of whack and too left field. I need somebody's voice to help attach my mind to it and, and calm me down and help guide me into that deep sleep. But I particularly love one of their meditations where there is no voice. It is just 528 hertz frequency. This 528 hertz is meant to help promote deep DNA genetic repair and healing. This is exactly what the body is trying to do during sleep. So by turning these frequencies on, the brain knows what to do. It's a reminder to the subconscious mind that, again, it is safe to fall asleep. We know how to fall asleep. We can trust our body to fall asleep and do what it does best. If you end up choosing to have your phone on airplane mode and have it in the room with you, another option is to download songs to be available offline. Spotify will let you make a playlist of binaural beats and salvegio frequencies. You want to make sure that they are 
a high Salveggio frequency and binaural beats that lead the mind to delta wavelengths. And then you can download the playlist to be available offline at night. Okay, tip number four is to do a guided body scan starting at your face. So this is so super helpful for me when I cannot fall asleep at night. We really don't notice uh, until we do how much tension we hold in our eyebrows, our forehead, our jaw, cheeks, and our tongue. The tiny muscles in our face are very easy to bring awareness to, and the relief of that tension is immediate when we relax them. So go ahead and do it with me right now. Let's take a deep breath in. Bring awareness to your eyebrows, relax your jaw, and sigh it out your mouth. You can feel the heaviness in the eyes, the tongue and the jaw relax, and the relief is immediate. Talk yourself through a guided body scan by simply saying to yourself, I see my eyebrows and I feel them relax. I bring awareness to my jaw and I feel it relax. Do it nice and slowly. My tongue relaxes. My neck muscles relax. Moving your way down the body, you can move to your shoulders. Relax. And slowly and systematically work your way down your arms, your back, your hips. Honestly, for me, I never make it past my neck. I don't even know if I usually get to my neck. By the time I get to my jaw, <laughs> my mind has drifted off into sleep. Of course, rounding this all out for anxiety, sleep, and overall optimal gut and health our breath is the number one tool that we always have access to that can drop us into the rest and digest parasympathetic state. This is the state that we need to be in in order to rest and digest. It's the opposite of fight or flight. By taking long, deep inhales and even longer, slow exhales, it's sort of a backdoor trick to the parasympathetic state. Give it a try right now. You can even inhale to the count of five. Hold your breath to the count of five. And exhale to the count of seven. Again, noticing when perfectionist tendencies start to creep in and you want the five, five, seven to be exactly perfect. The whole intention is that the exhale is longer than the inhale and there's a pause in between. I hope these tips are helpful for you. Of course, they will only work if you actually do them. So let's start implementing them today. Please hop on over to our Facebook group, Let's Start Health, and share with us if these tips helped you. I'd love for you also to declare on the Facebook group your ideal sleep time and how you're going to reverse engineer getting everything done before you go to bed at night. As always, thank you so much for your time listening today. Please connect with me personally if you are having issues or deeper problems with sleep and anxiety. If you are truly ready to make a change, let's hop on a phone call together and see if working together one-on-one -on -one would be a great fit. Again, please head on over to my website, chelseahainescoaching.com, and book a discovery call or send me a direct email, info at 
chelseahaynescoaching.com. You can also connect with me personally on social media. On Instagram, I'm the Chelsea Haynes. And of course, Chelsea Haynes on LinkedIn as well. Thank you all again for listening. And I hope you have an amazing day and a restful sleep tonight. Thank you.